There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. You'll do it right to get your hands on tools you can count on and at lower prices. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings during Craftsman Days. Hurry in and take advantage of great deals like a Craftsman 20-volt Max 4-Tool Combo Kit featuring a drill, impact driver, reciprocating saw, and task light for just $149. And pick up a 17-inch gas string trimmer for only $129. Whatever projects are on your list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 6.5 U.S. only. Or do they teach you to talk like this in some Panama City sailor want a hump hump bar? Or is this getaway day and your last shot at his whiskey? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Hey, it's Sugar Shane here with another episode of Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Hey, Billy Dees, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Yeah, I can't complain. Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Uh, been doing a lot better in so many different areas, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, well, that's great. Uh, got my everything on track, goal-oriented anyways. I mean, I ain't got them yet, but I've got them lined up anyhow. <laughs> right, right. Uh did want to make mention, you know, we had a couple of weeks ago, a week and a half ago, whenever it was, they had Earl on the air, and I didn't want to make mention without going into details <clears throat> to keep him, his wife in prayer, uh, thoughts, whatever, because uh, she went to the hospital last Friday. So I'm, I ain't going to right. expose everything there, but she has been going, she has gone to the hospital and everything. So just keep her. I did want to make mention of that. So oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. We wanted to get better really well. Right, really right. fast, really fast. Right. Yeah. Um, so I did want to make mention of that. Um, got an AVO. I think a tie rod's going on it. And only reason why I'm mentioning that is I think it's because due to the damn roads I'm riding on around here. Um, I don't exactly. I'm not speaking for all counties. I'm speaking for the falls, of course. But I don't know exactly where my tax dollars are going. It ain't going to public education, I can tell you that. And it sure as hell ain't going to fix these roads out here, so I don't know where it's going. I guess going to fix that front street. Because, <laughs> I mean, I ride around on roads, man. It's like riding a boat. Really? Yeah, they're terrible out here on certain spots, man. I mean, there's some they've repaved. But you get on some of these other roads right here, it's just like up and down, bam, bam. You feel like either you're on a boat or you're out in, uh, out in L.A. or wherever it is out there doing them damn, uh, what do they call them, uh, low riders, <laughs> going up and down in a car. Really? Yeah, wow. it's awful. It's awful. But uh, don't like those at all. Martin Lando, he passed away. Yes, he did, yes. Yeah, um, he's known mostly for Mission Impossible, I would imagine, but he did get an Oscar for... Uh, 1995 Ed Wood. Right. 
he played uh, Bella Lugosi, I think it was. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Something like that, yeah. yeah One of those old, yeah. But for me, I remember him from two Twilight Zone episodes that he was in, being a big Twilight Zone fan. Oh, he okay. In, yeah, he was in two different episodes of that. So, um, uh, another thing I want to mention, two things, uh, television-wise, is Doctor Who. I know I don't think you watch it, do you? I have no idea what that's all about. <clears throat> that's about a Time Lord. And he just goes in a different period of time. And aliens sometimes interfere from other planets trying to affect Earth. And he and he saves Earth in every episode or whatever the case may be. Well, but I know goes, there's that controversy about, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't have no idea what that's about. So go ahead. Well, the, I don't know why. It may be a controversy for some people. I think it's an awesome idea myself. But what it is, is to break it down to you very quickly, the reason this will be the 13th Doctor Who. And the reason why there's 13 and the way they explain it is when a character decides to leave the show or whatever, the way they write it into the story is he's a time lord, and he has to change his appearance each time he changes over. So for the 13th Doctor Who, he's going to become a woman. He's going to be a woman now as a time lord. And there's a lot of people, I guess, might have a big stink over being a woman, but it really doesn't matter because it really fits with the story. As long as it's a, you know another person, it doesn't matter whether it's male or female. It really doesn't make any difference. But uh, if you've ever watched the show, you know, I've, I've watched it pretty regular. I'm in the, you know, I've got my certain favorites right, far as, right. as far as uh, the doctors. But, I mean, it's been on since people don't realize it. They're like, oh, Doctor Who's been on since the 90s. Doctor Who's been on since the 50s, Jack. Doctor Who has been on a long, long time. Doctor Who, it just had, a, it had periods of nothing going on. And no shows. But that's why there have been 13 doctors. The very first doctor was back in the 50s. So it's been on for a long, long time. It started out black and white. And I've seen those. So, I mean, it's been on for a long time. But it's a cool science fiction show, if you like science fiction. Um, but I thought that, you know, like I said, it may be a controversy there for that. I'm not bad. The other thing is, did you get to watch the Game of Thrones first episode yet? Yes, I did. Oh, man. I'm not going to do that because I don't want to be a, a spoiler for some people that listen to the show. But was it not spectacular or was it spectacular? <laughs> I absolutely It, it was a good it. show. I, 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 I don't know. I can't get real caught up in that, but it is it is a quality show. There's absolutely, absolutely oh, no, no question about it. The story with the beginning and not only in the way that Frey, like I said, I can't go into everything because I wrote it, but the f- way that guy Frey played his part was fucking spot on, man. I mean, spot on. I didn't even realize he was that good an actor when I watched him the other times, you know, but then when I seen him last night watch play that role, I was like, damn, that's pretty damn good. And, right. then, I like, and then I liked how they did Daenerys' part at the end and how everything, it was just so well done. And, uh, yeah, and uh, the thing about it is, what I wanted to make mention of is it broke last year's record. Right, right, it did. Mm-hmm. It was 8.9 million viewers on last year's. This year's was 10.1 million viewers that watched the show. Hmm. So uh, I was I was kind of happy to see that. Uh, it's not the most watched show of all time, far as opening. It's the most watched HBO show opening show of all time. Uh, including Sopranos and everything, which, you know, as far as that goes, but thought it was good. 
The other thing I want to make mention of it, I want it's not a, I'm not going to bring a big deal out of it. But I've had people in the past talk about me not having a very good radio voice for radio or whatever because I got a southern accent and everything. The number one podcaster in the United States right now is Adam Carolla. You ever heard of him? Oh, yeah. I know who he okay. is. Okay. Number one in the United States. His show. Nobody beats it. I listen to it on occasion. I don't listen to it religiously, but I do listen to it on occasion. Now, he holds a lot of his success to Jimmy Kimmel because that's who he went to work with and how he got started. But he started out with radio, and then he went to uh, did TV shows here and there, did stand-up comedy. And, but I admire him because he came out. He started out as a construction worker and overcame dyslexia late in his 20s in order to get to where he is today. Okay. So I admire him for that. But the thing about it is, if you listen to his voice, I'm, I'm going to play a little clip here. It's only like 10 seconds. I mean, it's not really that much of a radio voice. And so I'm like, wow, you know, it's nothing. I mean, it sounds, it's not Southern, but it sounds almost like he's talking through his nose. Well, you can't put a price on it. But <laughs> if you did, it'd be $85. <laughs> I will instruct them for six full hours on a Saturday in Irvine. Yes. I mean, it's like he's sitting there and he says, yeah, you can't put a price on it. But I say it'd be eighty five dollars. I'm like <laughs> Yeah, and I'm, no, not, that's what it, yeah. I, and I'm not knocking the guy. Like I said, he's successful, he's done a good job at what he does, he's got number one podcast in the United States. But it's still thinking yet, as like I said, I'm like, man, if you wanna talk about me and this dude's over there I'm like, Wow. And he's doing he's very he wouldn't go back to mainstream radio if you'd have to pay him a hell of a lot of money. For him to go back to mainstream, but I just want to. What brought that up to me is I, I found out he was on the show, uh, an ESPN show, and he was talking about his podcast and stuff on there, if I'm not mistaken. And I just saw a clip of it. All right. LeBron James, James, you've heard about him being frustrated, haven't you? With the management of the Cavs, is that sure? Yeah, that's that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, he's he's uh, very disappointed with the off-season decisions, um, and I can understand where he's coming from. There's some people talking about he's going to leave. He ain't leaving. He's just upset. I don't blame him. But as far as what they said, some of the decisions they've made, and I'm not the biggest huge LeBron James fan in the world, but I'll tell, I'll give credit where credit's due. He's right on this. Uh, they have made some poor decisions, and the fact of the matter is, unless some drastic shit's done in the next while. Not only will they not make the damn playoffs next year, they may not win the division. They may not go to the go to the championship and may not make the playoffs. Is what I meant. Right, right. Because the reason why I say that is not only as the teams, they don't you know they have they haven't done nothing, but the teams around them have have improved themselves. Right. And so, uh, unless something happens, man. I don't see it being no chance of going back to a championship. The problem with them is, really, is they got big salaries, and they got veterans that nobody wants, so they can't get rid of them. Yeah. They got no picks. And it's just, it's a cluster. And I don't really see, unless they get some better management, I don't see it happening. Did you see that dog? There was a dog that rescued a fawn struggling in the water. Did you see that video? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that awesome? That was awesome. 
That was absolutely awesome. If y'all didn't get to see it, you could probably put that in Dog Rescue's Fawn, which is a deer, uh, out in the water. It looked like almost an ocean. Yeah, I'm not sure where it was. Because it was the water. If it wasn't an ocean, it was something with real rough water because it wasn't like a, you know, just ran out in a lake. It looked like some, like, water that was really, you know, almost like waves. And uh, he goes out there and drags that fawn back in. If he hadn't have got it, it would have drowned. Yeah. I mean, phenomenal. Shows you the instincts of animals, man. You know, that was just unbelievable. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was an awesome story. Uh, South Korea has uh, decided they're going to try to meet with North Korea. They're going to offer to meet with North Korea for military talks. Is what they're saying. Okay. They're saying the reason for this is they're from from the uh, Korean War. Right. Evidently, they're trying to get people that I guess are still in North Korea reunited with their families. Oh, okay. Is what I'm gathering. And they're still going to sit down and try to talk about diplomatic decisions and all that kind of stuff. Now, the United States, while they can't tell them what to do, and they're not trying to tell them not to do it, they're not in agreement with it. Because the reason being, North Korea's actions is of late. Uh, in the last couple of months, or whatever, the, well, really longer than that, but it's just with the missiles and all launching off here recently, especially. Right. They don't look very diplomatic. They don't look like they want to sit down and talk about anything, to be honest with you. Nope. And I don't know if they're going to say yes yet. They've just put the offer up. North Korea hasn't said they want to or are going to. Just the offer's on the table. But um, I, do you think that'll ever, anything good will ever come out of that? You mean out of the Korea situation in general? Yeah. Or, or just well, North Korea and South Korea coming at peace and and everything and, and technically, technically, there's there there really is not a peace there, right? That's more or less a ceasefire, which is about fifty yeah. or sixty years old, older than that maybe. So they got they got a long way to go, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that it'll ever. I don't know if anything will ever come out of it. Um, and I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few days we hear them uh, refuse it, just to be honest. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this Blue Apron company? No. It's some kind of company that their stocks went down 10% or something like this. It's a, it's a food delivery service. And if I can't get it straight, I, Amazon had a, got a, uh, they bought a trademark and something involving this. I couldn't exactly right. make out exactly what they were saying, but it was involving the delivery service. Yeah, I know they got involved with food here recently, yeah. Yeah, they got the Whole Foods. Right. What I think they're going to do, I'm going to be honest with you, I think they're going to do, since they got this trademark now involving this, I think they're going to get Whole, they got Whole Foods already. They've already started slashing prices of Whole Foods, which I knew. I've been to some Whole Foods. They got them down south, and they're high. Okay. 
very high. They usually put them in like high-end neighborhoods. Like the one I went to was in Roswell. I don't know if you know much about Roswell, Georgia, but it's a very, very expensive town. It's okay. where, uh, what's that girl, the, the, the Ramses. That's where her parents moved to after all the shit went down. Oh, right, right. Yeah, they moved to Roswell. And it's a very expensive town. And lawyers, doctors, so they got one there. And so I went there. That's some expensive food. But I've heard they've already started slashing the prices to try to compete with Walmart. So I wouldn't be surprised if they come in and they start a food delivery out of wholesale foods. I wouldn't be surprised one bit in order to compete where you could get your foods delivered straight to you. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be shocked. You could get online and do your grocery order from wholesale foods. And if they bought these people out, who knows? They could blue apron could be the one to deliver it to you. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I don't know that they're going that route, but I wouldn't be shocked. All right. Iran, hear about the Chinese-American that got sentenced? No, I did not. Yeah, um, apparently there was a student from Princeton, Chinese-American, he was a citizen here, was uh, going to Iran. Now, the Princeton story is, which I'm pretty sure their story's right, said that uh, he was there on research for his Ph.D., which I wouldn't ever go to these places, man, to research for shit. But anyway, he goes to Iran, and they accuse him of there, because he was in their library or whatever the hell it was, that he was there trying to spy and sentenced him to 10 years in Iranian prison. Yeah. Ten years in an Iranian prison, and I don't think he was doing shit. Probably not. I don't know. Man, well, let me t- why, why in the hell would you go to Iran? You know, some of these people, I don't want to blame innocent people for getting into trouble, but I'll tell you what. You know, going to North Korea, mm. going to Iran, going to these kind of places where you have... Very little protections from the United States government. It's right. probably not the best idea. It's just that simple. No. Uh, I hope he somehow gets out of it. Um, but there's a good chance he may never will. He could die in there. Hell, the way I ran is he could, they could kill him in there in a couple of days and say he just died and killed himself or something. Man, going to college at Princeton and pissed it all away to go to damn Iran. There wasn't anywhere else you could have done research for a PhD besides that. Yeah. God. I don't know. I just don't understand, man. I don't get it. First time I saw that, I was like, man, what? That first thing I said that came out of my mind was the same thing you thought. You said, why in the hell would you pick that place to go? I don't know if you got enough money to take me to go to Iran. <laughs> and, I, and I want to make a success and I want to have some money, but I don't know if there's enough for me to go to that shithole. Yeah. I just have no desire to go to that kind of place, that kind of government, that kind of culture. I just have no desire at all. It's not a racist thing. It's a culture thing. I don't want to be around that. 
I have no desire to go anywhere where they have women put hoods up, put things over their head and walk 10 feet behind their husbands. I'm not saying they're wrong. If that's their culture, that's great. But I have no desire to be around it. How they can say they love their wives and they're that far back behind them and they got to be that the head and honcho of the home and everything is beyond me. I just don't have that. I just don't want to be around it. And uh, in places where they like. I'm not saying Iran's the one that does this. I don't know which country does. There's one up over. I said it the other day. Two homosexuals. Two gay guys getting caned in the middle of the street publicly. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty widespread problem throughout that area. Right. Yeah. Well, I I don't want to go somewhere like it. Hell, I have enough problem with a little what racism we have here. What kind of enough problem with the people here that are ignorant and don't want to see things where they know the people can't choose to have their own life right. without going over there where they publicly caning people. Just me. I don't know. It's just, I don't understand it. Well, what is it? You ever heard of the uh, Monmouth? I don't even know if I'm saying this right. Monmouth University poll? That poll I've not, not heard of. I don't know what that is. Well, it's been around for a long time, evidently, or something similar to it has been around for a long time. Because, uh,. For, they did a poll here recently. They asked a certain number of questions, whatever the questions were. They asked these questions. And 41% of the people that were polled wanted Donald Trump to be impeached. Okay. Now, they claim they did the same poll in 1973 with Nixon with the same questions, and only 24% wanted Nixon impeached. <laughs> With the right. same questions. And I don't doubt that only because of the mentality of people today. Uh, as far as how much hatred has been brought down upon uh, Donald Trump, it doesn't surprise me at all. Well, I will say this. There's a lot of hatred stirring up more hatred on both sides yeah. of the uh, – ideological spectrum which that was happening in the late 60s and the early 70s as well however it was different there was a there was a there was a certain respect that people had for governmental institutions the news and a lot of other things that they don't have today and nixon was actually a very popular president when he was reelected in 1972, very, very popular. He won in a very, very big victory. And his comment was the silent majority, referring to the people demonstrating that there was a lot of people out there who, who didn't demonstrate, but they were on the side of his policies. And that was probably – there was probably a lot of truth to that. And I will say this about Nixon. We've talked about this before, but Watergate was essentially political shenanigans. Right. That's what it was. 
You know, th- there wasn't anything going on with taxpayers being money being diverted to buy weapons or you know any any of that type of stuff. Citizens' rights and 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 the surveillance. The, 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 there was political shenanigans. Was what was involved with that, and. A lot of people really liked him, and there was a view that the press just didn't like him, and they were coming after him. And right up to the very end, right up to the time he resigned, even to this day, he has a lot of supporters. I, I would say he did a lot of good. You know, th- there was a there were some policies that he had that were pretty good, um, but unfortunately, he just got mired down in trying to cover that up. And the the crimes that he committed, I'll put those in quotation marks, the crimes that he committed were to cover up what was a, a silly, I don't know what you would call it, one party trying to figure out what the other party was doing. Do you, and, think, if uh, had, do you think if he would have been honest and, said, and never tried to cover it up, he would have remained president? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I figured. Now, I don't know that it would have been, you know, something that, you know, they could have let go. The people involved in the burglary and everything would have had a, you know, people behind that who masterminded that would have had to pay some sort of a consequence. But if he would have right from the very beginning handled that differently, there's no question that the impact would have been far less. Absolutely. Yeah. So he didn't have any direct involvement with it? I believe th- that he did at this point. I would believe that uh, I'm not sure what an his, a historian would say, but to say that he didn't know anything about what was going on was probably untrue. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but you do agree that he probably wasn't a crook. <laughs> yeah. I, when, when people say that, I, what did he steal? Yeah, he didn't steal nothing. Yeah, I mean, he did. Yeah, uh, it, it was just a very unfortunate period in history. That's that's the best way that I can describe it. It's just an unfor- unfortunate uh, period in history. And I'm not here again. I'm not defending Nixon. I'm not saying he was a, the greatest president we ever had. Right. But but he did a lot with. He was actually on the you know very sympathetic to uh, the, the the needs of healthcare, dialysis, and all that stuff. Very very much so. And uh, not the typical conservative, you know, viewpoints on a lot of things. And uh, and of course, Vietnam just spun out of control for him like it did with uh, his predecessor, President Johnson. Johnson did a lot of things domestically, you know, with civil rights and a lot of other things. Johnson was actually in that regard a very good president, but he could not get get away from the shadow of Vietnam. And I, I believe with Vietnam and with what you know leading into to the Watergate days, it, it, there was just too much going on that he couldn't contain in that White House. Nixon, yeah, I mean, he didn't have business interests outside of the <laughs> none of that stuff, none of it, absolutely none of it. Yeah, I wasn't around then. I mean, I think yeah, I was before I was born. I don't know if you remember much about it. How, how old were you during that time? Oh, I was real, real small. I mean, I was probably maybe not even in the first grade. So I don't, I don't have direct knowledge of it. But I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of, uh, 
of history and stuff. I mean, Lincoln was before my time, but I know who he is. <laughs> right? Yeah, I didn't know if you. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think you were that much older than me. I mean, you were older than me, but not that much older. I mean, I wasn't born yet, but it was. It missed me by. I missed being born by about three years. I guess it was something like that. There are two years. Something like that, when it actually happened. It's half, if it happened in 73, I was born in 75, so. Yeah. So, I figured, you, I knew you were a little bit older than me, but I didn't think you would have, like, you know, remember it happening. No, I, I was, I, there's no way I could have possibly comprehended what was going on. Oh, no, Lord, no. No. Uh, no. I'd be like me remembering when Reagan became president the first time. I don't remember it. I don't remember Jimmy Carter or anything. I mean, he was president when I was born, Jimmy Carter. Actually, Gerald Ford was president when I was born. Then Jimmy Carter ran, but I don't remember that. I was too young to remember that. Uh, you heard about the R. Kelly deal? Yeah, he's he's been accused of having some sort of a sex cult. Yeah, they said parents have rose up, and I believe it's six parents or six. They say, they're saying that six kids are being held against their will. All of them are eighteen or older. Being held against their will in uh, Atlanta and Chicago, I believe the two cities are, where he's mm-hmm. got homes, and uh, they don't they they can't use their phones that R. Kelly's bought for them or whatever the case may be, and uh, all this jazz, saying they're being used not only you know for talent and also being used for uh, sex sexual reasons, and if he's filming it and all this kind of stuff, he came forward and denied it today, and had one of the one of the ladies. What that was eighteen year old. One of the ones said it. It none of it true, and she wants to be left alone. And uh, hmm. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know what to believe about this guy. He does, you know, he know he know he believes he can fly, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about him except for the pissing on me video that he did. But uh, that he did. Now, that, girl, that girl was supposedly very young, was it? Oh, that she, yeah, yeah. She was sixteen at the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was a minor. And oh, I don't wow. think he. I don't think he ever got nothing for it. So evidently, somebody got their pa- their pa- uh, wallet padded. I'm sure. All right. I mean, I, I ain't no doubt about it. I mean, they had it on video. Right, right. It was video filmed where he was messing with the girl. She was 16 years old. How? That's a clear cut and fucking dry case right there, man. I mean, what the hell do you need? There was yeah. no other. There's no other way to say than somebody got paid. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, man. They ain't enough money. If one of these stars did that to one of my kids, you couldn't tell me here's some money. We just let it go hush hush. Man, I don't want your money. I want your balls in a fucking sack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn about your money. That's crazy. How do you sell yourself out there? How do you put a price tag on what your kids are now going to be raised and traumatized with for the rest of their life? How do you put a price tag on that? Right. How do you put a price tag on your pride? Your integrity? And then you say, then you got enough nerve to say after your doll said and done, I love my kids? What? So you could get them a college fund? Shit. No. You just let a damn dude go, it's probably going to do the same damn thing again. Let me tell you, these motherfuckers that go out here and molest these kids, 
they go free or out in two years, you can watch and you can get ready. Because there ain't no damn, what do they call that when you go to prison? Uh, God, it starts with an R. When, when you go to prison, it starts with an R. It starts with sure. an R. When you get out, they say, or if you've been whatever, it's whatever you've been called, where you've been, you've served your, serve, your time, you served your sentence, but it's also something else they call it, like uh, you're supposed to be fixed. Oh, rehabilitated? Yeah, rehabilitated. I couldn't okay. think of a damn word. But anyway, <laughs> right. when you've been rehabilitated, let me tell you something. There ain't no rehabilitation for no damn child molester. There ain't no rehabilitation for none of that shit. Because if they've done it once, you put them in a room given the opportunity for another time, and they'll do it again. It's something in them that does that, man. That shit ain't no damn. That's like I was sitting in a damn, uh, I was working at a place one time. I pissed a woman off, but hey, you know what? I give a truth. I don't give a shit whether they like it or don't like it. I was sitting at a place. She just, her daughter was like 13 years old. And she, we were working. Over here. It, was a, it was here in Ohio, but it was a while back. And she goes, she starts bragging about how her daughter wears these short skirts. Oh, she's got this short skirt comes right up under her ass. And she just loves to wear it. Now, this is her mother talking about it now. Okay. I said, well, I tell you what. I said, I hope she don't get raped. And she looked at me real mad as hell. What do you mean? And all this kind of shit. I said, what do you think? I said, well, you, when you walk around and you got somebody walking around like that, said these rapists out here on the streets, you stir something up in them, but they've already got inside them. I said, they see shit like that. I'm not condoning the, ra- the rapist. Don't get me wrong. I'm not condoning the child molester. I'm not saying what they're doing is right. But you don't give them fucking candy out in the middle of the damn street to go play with either. That's stupid. I could see my mother, I could see my grandmother sitting there talking about my mom and my aunt like that. 13 years old, man. They would have come in my, they would have come in that house like that. My granddaddy would have beat the shit out of them if they'd come in with a damn skirt hanging up their ass. At 18 years old, much less 13 years old. Because <laughs> he didn't play the radio. Hmm. And these damn kids walking around here with skirts up their ass. And I get so pissed off at these damn public schools. I was sitting in a public school one time. Assistant principal, Mr. Duke. Dr. Dukes, I think what his damn name had to be called. I think he was a quote-unquote doctor. He calls me in the office and said something about one of my shirts I was wearing. I said, you, I said what's wrong with this shirt? There wasn't nothing hardly wrong with it. And he said, I said, you, I said, you ain't seen these girls walking up and down the halls with these damn short skirts on? I'll see. I said, oh, I forgot. You don't want to do nothing about that, though, do you? He got pissed off. He knew I was insinuating he liked looking at it. <laughs> Stupid fucker. You can, I mean, how in the hell can you tell me not to, to, to have a, I got a logo on my shirt and you're going to let a chick. I see. I, I was sitting there one time and a chick had her skirt on so fucking short, Billy, in school, that when she lifted her leg up, I saw she didn't have underwear on. And they're going to tell me about a damn shirt? And these parents are going to think that's all right to let their kids do? Yeah. And then they're going to bitch because their kids get molested? I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying nothing. I'm not in no client saying that the molester's wrong. I'd put a cap on his ass. I don't give a fuck what the kids was wearing. 
but still in it. You can't sit there and have people walking up and down the road like that in today's times. These people are nuts. They don't just get, they just don't get up one morning and go, hey, I think I'll go molest some kids today. These people have been like that for years. That's what I told a yeah. guy one time when they had an online website. They started up right before Uber ever got started. They had an online website about you could go in and find a babysitter online. I told this guy at work, I said, there ain't no way in fucking hell I would get a kid, a babysitter offline for my kids. He said, oh, they do background checks. I said, you know how many people have not been caught? Right, yeah. I said, there's folks who have molested four or five kids, never have served a day of, life in their, of time in their life. And the sad thing about it is most of your child molesters is right next to you. Uncles, aunts, cousins. And that's the truth. It ain't most of the time. It's not going to be somebody down this, you know, oh, they got them at the store. That does happen, but it's not all the time. Most of the time, it's within their own family. Right. Now, I didn't mean to get on that, but I'm just saying. That woman wanted to get mad. I hell, it went long after that. I got fired, but I didn't care. Hell, it's best she heard from me. I hope her kid's still all right. But I mean, I couldn't. It, it blew my mind how a woman could sit there and laugh and cut up and brag about how her ass was showing on her thirteen-year-old daughter. Yeah, to me, that's more of a a question of being appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, you know, something age appropriate. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the way she's talking, it's like something you'd wear to a damn club. Pretty <laughs> grown. But, but yeah, if they'll do it, trust me. That's why I don't have no problem. I told the guy one time, he was talking about going. I said, you ever need any help with him? Let me know. Because when they get out, they're going to do it again. I know a guy. I don't know how they get such short sentences. I know a guy personally. Not from me. There ain't nobody I know. I don't hang out with him. Right. But I know about him personally. I read the court documents of what he did to his stepdaughter. What he admittedly told the courthouse he did was out in two years. How the hell do you get two years? He's out walking the streets. I saw him at Market District. Huh. Out walking around. No, he had to have done it. There ain't no way in hell. There ain't no way in hell I could have Perry Mason tell me. I don't give a shit if it's Ben Matlock. There ain't no way in hell if I didn't do it would I get up there and admit to something I didn't do in that damn situation. I'd go to my grave saying I was innocent. I don't care what kind of deal they wanted to cut. A 70-year-old veteran was fired from Home Depot for confronting shoplifters. Now, when I say confronting shoplifters, I'm not talking about he beat them up or nothing. Right. They were stealing thousands of dollars worth of stuff. And he took a paint roller and slung it, but he slung it at their feet to knock them down because they was on their way out the door. And they fired him for that. A 70-year-old military veteran. Wow. From Home Depot. And he said he needed a job. 
I said, man, when I worked at Kroger, we had a third shift manager. He would tackle your ass if you were shoplifted. I'm not talking about throwing something at your feet. I've seen him warn somebody, and when they didn't stop, him run full force and do a Ray Lewis on their ass. Wow. Into the floor. And they didn't do a damn thing to him either. Matter of fact, he was chasing one guy one time, but he accidentally hit a brick wall, knocked his own ass out. Mm. <laughs> but, I mean, what are you supposed to do if you right. can't stop them? What are you supposed to do? What's the point in having a security? If you can't yeah. stop him, I mean, you might as well. He could. He should have just stood up at the door and been like, "Hey, y'all, don't take that stuff. Oh, oh, you're on your way out the door. All right, then, come back tomorrow night." <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Now, this is one thing I got to get in for. I get off of here real quick. This is the last porch I'm going to talk about. Have you seen the thing where they're talking about these people got a big stink? Where they got a picture going around where Donald Trump got prayed for in the Oval Office? Yeah. All right. Some people called it strange. Some people called it stunning. First of all, Donald Trump was the one that asked for prayer. He called them into the Oval Office. They were in another room. So they came down there where he was right so i think the picture's strange because i guess because they're all standing around him with their hands on him well first of all however they want to pray in that play it's freedom of religion in this country i don't give a motherfucking hell if he's standing in there with chickens getting cut off that's his goddamn business now if you can have muslims there you can have any other motherfucker there. <laughs> You're on roll today. I'm just going to lay it down. I'm just being honest. This really pissed me the hell off. Because if you're going to have freedom of religion, have freedom of religion. I'm not being mean and I'm not calling no names, but I know of two occasions in the last eight years the Muslim Brotherhood was there. Nobody raised a goddamn thing. Nobody said a fucking word. So well, just to cl- go ahead. Well, just to just to clarify, were the Muslims praying with the president though? They weren't praying with the president, but somebody took that picture first of all, and second of all, he has a right to get prayed with by any damn time he wants. I would agree with that. Okay, I, I'm. Here's my take on this. I don't particularly care. If the president wants to pray with Christians or pray with Muslims or pray with Jewish people, right? If, if, if it's if they're religious leaders and it's obviously a part of who they are and they want to express that with the president, I don't necessarily have an issue with that. A lot of people have, you know, brought up concerns about the separation of church and state when you have a, a presidential person or somebody high up in government participating in religious rituals or what have you. I don't believe necessarily that that is a problem. I, I, I personally have an issue when those beliefs start to influence policy, well, whether they're praying or not. That's the issue right there. Well, I agree with that. 
But in this instance, he wasn't trying to influence. Oh, no, no, no. And the, and the thing they thought was strange because he put his hands up. Well, the thing about it is in the Christian faith, it's all through the book from Genesis all the way to Revelations about praying with the laying on of hands. Right. From, be- from beginning to end. And so that's all they were doing. It wasn't like they were running around screaming and hollering or nothing else. He just put his hands on and prayed for them, and that was it. Right. And I think the stink is a little bit damn ridiculous. Yeah, like I said, if he'd have been from the podium maybe and told everybody out there to let's bow our heads and pray or something, that might have been a different story. But it was in the confines of the Oval Office, his office. And there was a group right. of preachers that he asked to come in there and get prayer. That should not be no damn big deal. And when we've gotten that bad in this country, there is no freedom of religion. Right. There is none. We can talk about all we want, but really when you get right down to it, there's freedom of every religion but one when it gets to that extent. Because if that had been anything else, anybody can tell me what they want. They wouldn't have been shit said. Yeah. If the Pope would have been in there, they wouldn't have fucking word been said. And I get anybody to tell me differently, but they can't because they know I'm telling the truth. Sorry. Had to tell that one. That's about all the time we got this week. <laughs> Didn't mean to lay that one down, but I just had to tell it. Uh, we'll, right. be back, we'll be back Thursday night. Y'all have a good one, man. You got anything? Nope. You're good. Uh, all right, man. Y'all have a good one. It's Ryobi Days at the Home Depot. Buy a Ryobi OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks, and get one of over 20 select Ryobi OnePlus tools up to an $84 value free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other Ryobi tools. So now going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. Ryobi Days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. It's Ryobi Days at the Home Depot. Buy a Ryobi OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select Ryobi OnePlus tools up to an $84 value free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other Ryobi tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. Ryobi Days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details.